Eating Dietitian podcast. Thank you for joining me. My name is Joe. I'm a dietitian and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. I am going to jump right in with today's topic because it is a really interesting one. It was recently brought to my attention that I haven't actually brought up on the podcast about intuitive eating. I haven't dedicated a whole episode to it. And I was reflecting on why that is. And the answer I came up with is, well, intuitive eating is a very broad concept. There is so much to unpack in intuitive eating, so much to uncover. I have dipped into certain aspects of intuitive eating on the podcast so far, such as the episodes on how to honor your hunger and how to feel your fullness. Today, I thought instead of trying to cover the entire broad concept of intuitive eating, I'm just going to give you what I think is the secret to intuitive eating. From my experience as an intuitive eating counselor, and of course, as the binge eating dietitian, what I believe to be the focus, the core, the driver of intuitive eating. And this is good news for you because when you are starting off with intuitive eating, it can feel overwhelming. It can feel like you want to get to the finish line and to go through all the steps just seems daunting. And it is. Intuitive eating is a process. It does take time. It is certainly not a quick fix. It's not like any diet that you have tried Intuitive eating is not a diet at all, and so you can't approach it in the same way. Everything that I speak about in today's episode comes from the Intuitive Eating official book, the fourth edition, written by Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resch, who are two dietitians based in the States who came up with the principles of intuitive eating back in the mid-90s. And since then, the evidence base for intuitive eating has increased. There has been now hundreds of studies to show the benefits of intuitive eating. So if you haven't read the book yet, please do consider it. It is a heavy read. There is a lot of information in there. It is technical at some points, but it is the very best way for you to get really acquainted with the concept of intuitive eating as a whole and the individual principles. My usual disclaimer, please don't take any healthcare advice from this podcast. It is for education and information purposes only. Always seek one-to-one support from your doctor, your nurse, or your dietitian. Okay, here we go. My opinion on what is the secret to intuitive eating is that it is to seek satisfaction in all of your eating experiences. Make the pursuit of satisfaction the driver. Make it the motivation. Focus all of your meals on achieving satisfaction. All of your eating experiences Aim to make them satisfying. The secret to intuitive eating, I believe, lies with satisfaction. What even is satisfaction? How do you define it? It's one of these quite nebulous concepts. It is challenging to define. But the way that I describe it when it comes to intuitive eating is that satisfaction equals contentment. If it's a feeling of being happy, being content, being at ease with your eating experience. 
think about what satisfaction means in other areas of your life. What does it mean to be satisfied with your job, with your career, with your house, with your relationships? It's a sense of being fulfilled, of being content, of being happy with those areas of your life. Please have a think about right now what you currently focus your meals on. What is your motivator to eat? What is the driver to eat? And of course, in many cases, you'll say, oh, well, I just eat because I'm hungry. Okay, sure. But why do you choose to eat meal A instead of meal B? Is it because of a pursuit of health? Is it a pursuit of weight loss? Or do you eat just whatever you can get your hands on? You don't pay much attention to what actually motivates you to eat that food. And I know that you're asking right now, Joe, why does this matter? Why should I make satisfaction the core of my eating experiences? Why should I always try to be satisfied with every meal? And well, the answer is, if you are satisfied with your eating choices, then your mind won't be constantly thinking about food. You won't constantly be thinking, what am I going to eat next? Because you'll be content with what you have just had. When you are satisfied with your eating experience, you don't feel guilt or shame for that. You know that you deserve to feel satisfied. You deserve to feel content and happy with what you've eaten. There is no reason to feel guilt or shame. Quoting from the Intuitive Eating official book by Tribuli and Resch, page 49. The Japanese have the wisdom to keep pleasure as one of their goals of healthy living. In our compulsion to comply with diet culture, we often overlook one of the most basic gifts of existence, the pleasure and satisfaction that can be found in the eating experience. When you eat what you really want in an environment that is inviting, the pleasure you derive will be a powerful force in helping you feel satisfied and content. So, how does it happen? How do you make your eating experiences centered around satisfaction? Lo and behold, there is no one set way of doing it. So I have provided for you three strategies that I use with my clients to help them make their eating choices based on the pursuit of satisfaction and nothing else. The pursuit of feeling content, happy, at ease with their eating choices. Number one is to make pleasure the center of your meals. Aim to have pleasurable experiences when you eat. And this is more than just the food. As was highlighted in the quote from the book regarding the Japanese approach to satisfaction, the environment in which you eat has to be pleasurable. It has to be conducive to having a pleasurable eating experience. Ask yourself now, for the majority of your meals, are you sitting down, relaxed at a table, perhaps using some fancy plates or your best cutlery? Or are you sitting at your desk and eating off of some paper, not even really paying attention to the eating experience at all? And of course, the food itself. It is important that the food itself is pleasurable. You need to like the taste of the food that you eat. 
Are you still eating food and meals that you don't even like? And be honest with yourself, you don't have to share this with anybody. If you are, I ask you why. Why are you doing that? Your motivator for eating is driven by something other than satisfaction. Perhaps you are eating to achieve a certain weight or to achieve a certain concept of health or to achieve some other kind of body goal. Your food choices are not based on satisfaction because how can you be satisfied with your eating experience if you don't even like the food? Make pleasure the center of meals. Start with asking yourself, do I even like this food? Do I even like these meals? And then look at some of the other aspects of mealtimes, such as where you eat, if you take enough time to eat your meal, or are you rushing it on the go? Add some pleasure back into mealtimes. Make your eating experiences pleasurable and enjoyable again. The second strategy to make satisfaction the focus of your eating experiences is to give yourself unconditional permission to eat all foods. You might be wondering now, yeah, but if I focus all of my meals on satisfaction, won't I just be eating pizza and chips and burgers and all the delicious foods that I never allow myself to have? And the answer to that is no, you won't. Because let's put this into context. Eating doesn't happen separate to everything else going on in your life. Let me ask you this, would it be a pleasurable and satisfying eating experience that you would feel content and happy after if you ate an entire pizza before you headed off on a run with your friends? Would that be a pleasurable, enjoyable experience that you would feel content and happy about? In most cases, I think the answer would be no, that wouldn't be because you would feel a little bit sick on your run. How about if I asked you, would it be a satisfying experience to eat an entire pizza when you are feeling hungover? In many cases, the answer is yes. That is an experience that you would absolutely get joy from, would be pleasurable and would make you feel content. You have to give yourself unconditional permission to eat all foods because you can trust yourself. You can trust that just because all of these options are available to you and you can choose any one of them, for the most part, you likely will start to make choices that will feel good to you in that moment. You can trust yourself that you will choose to eat a food like pizza in the times that you're feeling hungover and you will choose to eat something else, probably something a little bit lighter, a little bit lower in fat when you're going on your run. By the way, you don't ever need to justify your decision to eat a food like pizza. You can eat a food like pizza anytime you want. My point here though is that sometimes it will feel better to eat a food like pizza and sometimes it will feel better to eat something else. The third strategy to making satisfaction the focus of your eating experiences is to start to get used to asking yourself, what do I really want to eat right now? And as an add-on question, how do I want to feel after I eat? When you get into the habit of asking yourself, what do I really want to eat right now? What would really make me feel good? 
you start to become attuned with the nuances of your hunger and fullness. You start to recognize if you're hungry for a really heavy meal or if you're hungry for a lighter meal or maybe even a snack. And why is that? Well, if you are hungry for an entire meal, but yet you only allow yourself to have a snack, will that be a satisfying experience? Will you come away from that feeling at ease, feeling content, feeling happy? No, probably not. You will finish that snack and you will still be searching for something else. Even if you're not doing it in an obvious way, your brain will constantly be thinking about food, thinking, what else can I have? What else is available to me? But if you asked yourself, what do I really want right now? And how do I want to feel afterwards? You would have identified that you wanted a meal. And after the meal, you wanted to feel full. You wanted to take food off of your brain. You wanted to feel content and happy that you have eaten enough for that time. You are likely not satisfied with your eating experience if you are still thinking about food after the eating experience is over. If food is still on your mind, if you are still searching for something else, or if you are looking at somebody else's plate and wondering, are they going to eat that? I really hope they don't throw that food in the bin. You are also likely not satisfied with your eating experience if you have food envy. If after you've eaten your meal or your snack, you see somebody else's and you wish that you could have had that instead or have that too in addition to yours. And you are likely not satisfied with your eating experience if afterwards you feel really strong emotions such as guilt and shame. How can you be happy, content, at ease if you're feeling like you've done something wrong? If you feel like you have eaten in a way that you're not supposed to? If you are still feeling guilt and shame after eating, it's possible that you haven't given yourself unconditional permission to eat. You may be still immersed in diet culture in trying to lose weight and that's okay. You are not expected to get this straight away. And to finish up, where does all this satisfaction business fit in if you are struggling with binge eating? Here's the thing, if you know that your next eating experience is going to be a satisfying one and the time after that and the time after that and that all of your eating experiences from now going forward are going to be based on achieving satisfaction, pleasure, contentment. It makes the prospect of binging a little bit less desirable because binging, although it feels great in the moment, the time after, after the binge has ended and you are flooded with all that guilt and all that shame, that could not be further from a satisfying experience. Make sure that all of the foods that you eat are foods that you actually like. They're not foods that you think that you should be eating. They're not foods that diet culture is telling you you're supposed to eat. They are delicious, tasty food and you can't wait for your next meal. By making satisfaction your focus, you no longer need to wait for a binge to get that hit of delicious foods. You will be getting that at every single meal. 
If you want to know more, of course, check out the Intuitive Eating book, the fourth edition, but also I have done an episode on how to know exactly what you want to eat. That was back at episode 51, so scroll back and check that out. Thank you for listening again. I will see you in the next episode. Until then, please take care of yourself.